0: By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Have you seen The Slash? Made by users for users. Engineered for flavor? One of the coolest features around. A built-in loading tool. Learn more at www.stonesmiths.ca. What's happening? We'll tell you right now on This Week in Cannabis News.
1: Back with my good friend, David Wiley of the OZ for our first segment uh, officially of 2021. Of course, we did the top five stories of the year on New Year's Day. But uh, David, great to chat with you. How was everything for you over your holiday season? It was awesome.
0: Good to see you again. I got a mug with a D on it for Christmas. Nice. So I'm feeling very fancy right now.
1: Yeah, or, or you you won't lose it, right? You'll know whose mug that is uh, when you go to grab it. So that's very fancy. I really like that. <laughs> um, I never thought about that
0: benefit. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well, it's uh, great to chat with you again, and um, you know, twenty twenty was a very bizarre year and uh, a tough year for a lot of people, but b- very bizarre with a lot of things that happened. And man, this first couple of stories in 2021, they're right up there uh, when it comes to kind of bizarreness. So let's start with this uh, first one about uh, uh, um, a raid, I guess, and it includes cannabis infused potato chips.
0: It's you know, I used to cover a lot of crime stories as a hard news journalist and so many of those stories were about grow up busts, where police laid out pounds of pot, paraded perps to provincial court over possession charges. So let's not forget what prohib- prohibition was and is still in most of the world. Uh, and that said, there are still crime stories and some of them are actually quite interesting. You know, here's one, we've got a bust at a home in the Vancouver suburb of Surrey, where they found a unique cannabis infused product potato chips I imagine it must have been the salt that they infused THC in Um, but who knows it just goes to show that that whether your legacy illicit legal whatever you know we're still inventive Uh, police say that their investigation in this case lasted three months and along with those chips they also seized uh, MDMA a pound of uh, psychedelic mushrooms and you know other things that you would generally expect. So uh, lots of lots of shatter, uh, lots of bulk bud. Uh, you know, 3.5 pounds of packaged cannabis, and uh, it's still happening. There's another strange one too in the Yukon territory. Residents there purchased beef or bison jerky from a local business, or being told not to eat it because it may contain THC. Uh, and you know that came because people had complained after eating this jerky that. They were feeling things like nausea, numbness, uh, difficulty walking, a high heart rate, and emergency doctors found traces of THC when people went to the hospital for treatment. So all of these off the hook Meatworks products are now off the shelves. uh, So whether you wanna get them or you don't wanna get them, they're not there anymore. Um, So here we are, yeah, a couple of crimes to start off, uh, to start off the year and I'm sure lots more to happen. you know those potato chips, though. What yeah. do you think of those?
1: Well, it's it's interesting. You know, both the the THC jerky and the potato chips. You know, I I, I certainly don't uh, advocate go. You know, not telling somebody that there's THC in something. So the jerky is definitely you know over the line. The potato chips, you know, I I and I don't advocate to the black market of of the products there. But what it does is it's it's just. I didn't think about it. I don't know enough yet about um uh, food and cooking, you know. I, I just had Chef Jordan Wagman on. I w- wish he was on this week so I could so I could ask him that question. I don't know how <laughs> it all works, but what I'm getting at is it's new ideas. You know, we've seen the gummies, we've seen chocolate, we've seen drinks. Now, maybe cannabis companies, and if they're not already, and if there's anybody out there watching or listening that wants to chime in and let us know how (laughs) this possibly might work, I'd love to hear that. So this just might open up new avenues, right? Like uh, the more products we can successfully (laughs) infuse cannabis with, the better, as long as it's on the legal market.
0: I feel like I'm going to the crime pages to get, you know, like uh, edible suggestions here. Recipes. So, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's uh, it's amazing the things that we see and the things that we will see. There's always something to talk about, isn't there?
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So that's an interesting one to watch. Uh, you know, some of the other products that were there, like you said, you would normally think would be in a bus, but the, uh, the food and then the other story with the jerky concerning, uh, you know, people going to the hospital when they're not expecting it. But it certainly does give, um, you know, people out there with some Really good ideas. Now, this is a great idea, our next story that we're going to talk about. And this is something that I've done. I bet you I can count the amount of alcoholic drinks I had over the entire holiday. Well, I can on one hand. I had three glasses of wine and two beer. That's what I had. Uh, The rest was cannabis. And I'm, uh, like a lot of people right now, choosing pot over booze.
0: Yeah, I had mimosas on Christmas, and that's sort of a holiday tradition in the family. Okay, I had six. You're um, right. I
1: had that.
0: <laughs>
1: it's, a, the,
0: it's a good way to get orange juice, I guess, and your champagne at the same time. Um, you know, we knew that weed was going to be a disruptor, and we're getting a glimpse at some of the extent. A.J. Harrington, who writes a lot about uh, weed, wrote on Forbes that over almost half of cannabis consumers are 21 and older have replaced or reduced their alcohol consumption by using cannabis since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic Uh, those are the results of a harris poll released at the end of 2020 this is of americans so you know take it all with a grain of salt so to speak because we don't necessarily know what the numbers are here in canada uh going on trends, you imagine that they're pretty similar. That poll found that one third of those who use cannabis recreationally just prefer it to drinking alcohol. Uh, But of the 2000 Americans who were surveyed about their consumption habits since the beginning of COVID-19, basically 42% said uh, that they'd either started or increased their cannabis consumption during the pandemic. Well, 45% said they'd replaced or reduced alcohol use with cannabis. And the survey was conducted on behalf of Cureleaf. So they're a manufacturer of re- and retailer of cannabis products that have operations in 23 states. So, you know, you know where where basically the survey was funded. Um, you know, parents also, this was something that really, really resonated with me. So parents are turning to cannabis at higher rates than those without children, according to the survey. And uh, you take from that what you will. I personally think that cannabis is something that is just much more relaxing. And when I find myself, you know, drinking a one or two, too many uh, mimosas that, you know, I could become a, a little over the top. Sometimes I uh, gotta say, <laughs> uh, that said, you know, when I'm enjoying, um, a little bit of the old THC, I find myself much more likely to sit and play Lego with my son. Uh, Or do chemistry products with my daughter. Like, I just love to be around and spend time with my kids, Um, you know, when I've got a little bit of a buzz on. That's, of course, not an advertisement for people to go out and overconsume or just get blitzed before they're parenting their kids. Uh, But there is something to say about the difference between the two.
1: Oh, well, and and listen, there's there's uh, there's just the, on the other side. Uh, when you say I'm I'm going to go have a beer, it doesn't mean you're going to get blotto either, right? So you can have in <laughs> yeah. moderation cannabis, just like people have alcohol in moderation. And and I agree with you, uh, and 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 so many other people agree with you too. In that same story, there was another study that was conducted in California, and two thirds of the respondents mm-hmm. said that they plan to replace alcohol use with cannabis during the holiday season. 67%, 67% said the replacement of alcohol with cannabis would increase over 2019. So this is a trend that's going, uh, you know, in, in arrow up as uh, former Edmonton oiler head coach, Tom Rennie used to say. So uh, it's, it's a good trend and it's a healthier trend. And by, by no means am I thinking alcohol is going to be gone and people are going to stop drinking, but you could just reduce your alcohol intake and save your liver a little bit by replacing that, whatever it is uh, with it, with a cannabis product. So that's my that's my sermon. I don't yeah. mean to, to you know uh, you know crap on the alcohol industry, but uh, for me, it's uh, it's uh, it's something that just doesn't always agree with me uh, the the way, and I just don't feel good with it. So I've replaced it with cannabis.
0: And, and to each their own. And people who are using cannabis uh, over alcohol are saying too that it reduces their stress and their anxiety, um, helps them relax, and it helps them to sleep. So, you know, there are reasons why people use cannabis and people, why reasons why people use alcohol and, you know, well, we're, we're learning about both and Mm -hmm. here we go. Yeah,
1: Hmm. onward and upward. Indeed. And that's what people, uh, particularly lawmakers uh, in New York, are looking at. uh, And man, we've talked about this, right? As soon as we saw the other states uh, sort of fall when it comes to prohibition and adding some sort of, whether it's medical or recreational legalization, all around new york uh, it was like they were surrounded by cannabis legalization in some way and and it was only a matter of time and and the the ball is is really starting to roll in that state right now
0: I mean they've got to be feeling the pressure as predicted New York just doesn't want to lose face to New jersey uh legalized recreational cannabis during a the, their referendum there during the U.S. election last fall. Uh, they're still working out the the kinks, but um, that's to be expected. And New York lawmakers now are moving ahead with their own plans to reform the state's cannabis laws in 2021. They've pre-filed eight bills so far, according to Marijuana Moment, that are going to be considered in the upcoming session. Uh, you know, all these new measures deal with reforming the state's current medical cannabis uh, system. But still, they come along with that push from the governor governor there and legislators to legalize it in 2021. Now, those seven cannabis bills have been preemptively introduced in the Assembly uh, and one, uh, so the uh, eighth one there in the Senate, and they touch on a wide, wide range of topics, everything from tenants rights for medical cannabis patients to health insurance coverage for cannabis products. And you, all of these different pieces of legislation are being introduced as lawmakers in New York are pursuing their own recreational cannabis legalization legislation. And that's policy that's been in the works for the last couple of years. Uh, their governor, Andrew Como, who's Democrat, recently said that enacting a regulated cannabis market and taxing products would offset economic losses due to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And that's something else that we've talked about a lot over the last year, is that when it comes to prohibition, uh, sometimes the changes come when you've seen uh, real challenges in the economy, because it does open up new opportunities for taxation and new opportunities to offset those economic pressures that are being faced. And again, that's not only what we're seeing in New York, but we're starting to see in a lot of other states in the US You know, it's it's going to be a year or two of change across the border and something that I'm really excited to see.
1: Mm -hmm. It's it's basically repeating history, you know, after the the Great Depression what came back alcohol sales and the prohibition was lifted and the taxation from it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's happening again, rightfully so uh, with, with cannabis. And, you know, even, you know, we, we talk a lot about, you know, federal legalization. Is it going to get past the Republicans, but even the Republicans in New York are saying, yeah, this is going to happen. We're seeing everybody around us. So right now it's an empire of weed state of mind in New York because they they're, they're just, there's no other way to go. They, they would, it would just be foolish for them not to take these next steps. And I know uh, Mr. Cuomo has been uh, pushing hard for this and um, it, it's just, it's sweeping the nation right now in, uh, and it will continue in 2021.
0: And I mean, let's not forget too, that our number one story in 2020 that we talked about was that cannabis went from illegal to essential in such a short period of time in so many different places and that says a lot when politicians are debating cannabis and whether or not it should be legal a lot of them are looking at that
1: yeah yeah it's it's so uh, you know it's I, I've watched a lot of history shows and I watched a lot of shows, uh, about, uh, alcohol prohibition. And, uh, you know, the, back then there was a lot of resistance to that too, from, you know, a lot of religious groups mm-hmm. and the teetotalers that they cause, call, they called them. But the, uh, the, you know, the, the similar, um, I guess, push against cannabis, it doesn't seem like it's there maybe just because we have so much more information right we just know so much more about this plant uh, than we ever did and i think a lot of people have maybe you know looked at the economic benefits first of all but then looked at the uh, the other benefits and some of the research and stuff said yeah, like, you know, I'm not selling my soul to the devil to legalize this, right? Like, there is some good benefits. So I think just that the overall tide on this has, has certainly changed. And, you know, to dovetail on, on that story about New York, you have a state in Illinois that is, uh, you know, just shredding cannabis, uh, you know, records and charges. Uh, when it comes to the legal system and and this is what happens when laws are changed people get their lives their freedom and and you know their their livelihoods back because of silly charges over cannabis
0: yep this is the way we want to even the playing field let's not limit people who chose weed over booze in their youth and had the bad luck of getting busted and you really hear we're talking about being equitable and in that sense illinois is raised five low low-level cannabis charges and you mentioned earlier that you're that not seeing as much push against cannabis as uh we maybe had during alcohol prohibition i think that we're starting to see a significant push for cannabis and a lot of that pressure is coming from the idea of social justice and that's what's happening here uh right away in canada there was a lot of pressure to pardon people who had faced you know, jail time criminal records over even just minor possession charges uh, you know so and that's what's happening here the governor of Illinois JB Pritzker has cleared the state's non felony cannabis cases. So that's along with 9,219 low-level cannabis convictions to start 2021. So the Democratic politician signed legislation 2019 legalizing recreational cannabis use in Illinois. So that started last year. Uh, And that allowed for almost, what, 770,000 residents there um, to have their cannabis-related offenses expunged. And that's a record of criminal conviction that's, that's destroyed or sealed from state or federal records. Now he says, uh, you know, granted, in, in his words, we will never be able to fully remedy the depth of the damage in communities of color who have disproportionately shouldered this burden, but they can govern with the courage, as he says, to admit the mistakes of the past mm-hmm. and the decency to set a better path forward. Uh, And both of those points are extremely important to remedy the damage that was done and to have the decency to move forward in a better way. Uh, And, you know, 2021, I really hope that that's what we're going to see more of that admitting that prohibition against cannabis was a mistake and fixing the consequences of that mistake, particularly when it comes to social justice.
1: Yeah, well, in it just in life in general, when you can sit there and say, I made a mistake, I'm sorry, it goes a lot farther than it's not my fault, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, it just, you know, culpability, when you just admit your mistake and you admit your fault, uh, people have a tendency uh to see you in a better light and 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 that quote was so a bang on and i think they had until 2025 to get some of this stuff done so they really really got yeah. the ball rolling on this and, and it's really encouraging to see and and i think that i hope a lot more people can just come to realize and say hey I, I made a mistake. My mind is now different. I've changed my mind. I, I realize that there's benefit, and we can move forward rather than just, you know, acting like a five-year-old that won't leave the White House or something like that. <laughs> a buzz, you know, to to <laughs> reference a different kind of a story. But you know, I, I, and I think there is, as you mentioned, just a more open-mindedness because there is actual research. There is, um, you know, uh, whether you know you can just call it anecdotal, but there's actual medical research on the benefits of this plant and you know 2020 was amazing oh, yeah. for that election and I just think that uh, more and more is going to start opening up throughout the United States as it has through here in Canada.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's more than just words too. I like that Illinois created a program that's reinvesting 25% of their tax revenue, uh, you know, from cannabis sales into a fund for youth development, anti-violence projects, economic development, and civil legal aid services. Uh, especially in areas that are dealing with high levels of gun violence, child poverty, and imprisonment. Because that's what happens when you start a drug war. You end Mm -hmm. up with gun violence, poverty, and imprisonment.
1: Yeah, you're tearing families apart, for sure. Great stuff, David. As usual, uh, the first official segment of 2021. And here's to many, many more uh, down the road. You can find the OZ at, Okanagan Z, or at Okanagan Z on Twitter. And you can find them at uh, OkanaganZ.com on the website. First, uh, first episode with these new, uh, this new mouth that I got for Christmas, David. You'll have to forgive me. <laughs> but uh, have a great 2021 and we'll talk soon.
0: Great to see you and talk to you, my friend.